Hello. Hello. We're coming around the neighbourhood sharing the good news. Right. And what's that then? It's time to release the clowns. Get out. Go on. We don't want any of your superstitious nonsense around here. But but it's just a comedy show. People like you make me sick shoving your beliefs down other people's throats. We're just trying to spread some laughter. Yeah? Well, maybe some of us are happy the way we are. Gosh, so, so much anger. Whatever can we do? Hmm. You let down his tyres and I'll poop on the doorstep. Great. <laughs> So, she doesn't have an alibi for those vital four hours. CCTV places her leaving the multi-storey at 7.30, Gov. Places her car, certainly, but we don't have a firm ID on the driver. What about Cedric Fictional? Well, if he was having an affair with Jessica Typecast, he'd have a good reason for wanting Montague silenced. I suppose it's my turn to buy this time. Dead right, Lewis. You're in the chair, my son. I'm still baffled, though, as to why there was no sign of a struggle. I've just picked up the autopsy report, Gov. Go on. There was evidence of sexual intercourse shortly before death. Don't you think we ought to be discussing this back at the incident room? Any semen swabs? Enough for DNA. Yes, and whoever cut her open would have had some surgical skills or knowledge. Excuse me, are you in the queue? Yeah, yeah, sorry, love. Who's next? Two ninety-nines and a white chocolate magnum, please. There was a six-inch medical incision to the abdomen, deep enough to expose parts of the liver, the small intestine and appendix. Mummy? Mummy, what semen? Excuse me, but have you people quite finished? We're the murder squad, darling. One of the consequences of the so-called austerity budgets on London's Metropolitan Police has been the closure of many police station canteens. Commander Forrester Gateau is head of the Met's catering squad. It's been difficult and we've had to make changes. At New Scotland Yard, for example, we now offer a main course only. And I've cut out the sweet trolley completely. An unintended social consequence is that officers are now eating more in the community. Do you want flakes or fudge sticks, officers? Flakes or fudge sticks, Gov? A flake for me, Lewis. And me. Okie dokie, flakes it is. By the way, was there by chance any forensics on the knife? Aye, we found some prints, but we haven't matched them. Raspberry sauce? No thanks. Have you checked the car for any prints other than drivers? Daisy, mind your own business and leave these people to their work. I'm just saying that I don't buy the car park alibi, that's all. A zoom and a strawberry cornetto, please. Coming right up, love. Oh, I want cookie dough. No, it'll spoil your tea. I want cookie dough. I want cookie dough. Daisy! That'll be £9.60, please, constables, or 25 pence with protection bribe discount. Another consequence has been the ridiculous notion, entertained by crime fiction writers, that police officers discuss ongoing investigations anywhere and everywhere, depending on whatever they happen to be doing at the time, in flagrant breach of confidentiality and protocol. And that's not true in reality? Not when they're sober, no. You should re-interview Montague. I think he's got more to tell. Daisy, what did I just tell you? Cookie dough. Cookie dough. Cookie dough. 
All this Inspector Morse nonsense of reading case files down the pub, interviewing a suspect whilst meandering through Christchurch Meadow, recognising a link in the libretto of the marriage of Figaro, carrying out a post-mortem whilst punting down the charge. It seems to me that Montague had motive, means and opportunity. Daisy's right, Gov. Little swat. Let me have a look at the pathologist's notes from file. Not now, Daisy. It'll ruin your tea. I want the pathologist's notes. And I want cookie dough. Call Crime Support on 0800 9999 if you think that you can help to investigate a serious crime or run a police canteen in your area. Release the clowns! Meanwhile, in the Release the Clowns Aphorism Testing Centre... Hello, and today we are testing the aphorism, A Stitch in Time Saves Nine. That's right. To help us drill down to the truth, we have nine random volunteers who we drugged, kidnapped and brought here to our swimming pool. We tied their hands and feet so they cannot swim. All we need to do now is push them in the deep end. Now I simply use our multi-dimensional sewing machine to literally put a stitch in time. Ah, success! You have put a stitch in the very fabric of time itself. Result. Unfortunately, all our volunteers have drowned. Aphorism tested and debunked. (laughs) Yes, not so much a stitch in time saves nine as a stitch in time saves none. Must have been a typo. (laughs) (laughs) That's gorgeous. Uh... (laughs) Well, you'll need some fans for this year. Release the clowns. November 1871. On the shores of Lake Tanganyika, an intrepid reporter seeks the greatest explorer of his age. His journey, long and arduous, nears its triumphant climax. (sighs) Dr. Livingstone, I presume? Ooh. Livingstone? No, no, that's not me. Oh, uh, are you sure? Absolutely, yes. I did hear tell of another Scottish doctor over at Lake Victoria. Perhaps that's your man. I'll uh, just be off then. Sorry to have bothered you. And now, Mafia Nursery Rhymes with Mad Joe Santini.
owl and the pussycat went to sea in a beautiful pea-green boat. They certainly ain't at the bottom of the East River. And anyways, me and Big Vinny was in Cleveland at the time. Release the clans. Four hundred ninety BC, ancient Greece. The great tactician Militardes awaits news from the front. Has his bold strategy halted the Persian juggernaut? The future of Western civilization hangs in the balance. Militardes. I bring news of a great victory. Our soldiers have defeated the mighty Persian army at Marathon. Oh, I'm sorry, young man, but I'm not Militardis. What? But I've just run 26 miles to get here. Oh, dear. I'm afraid Militardis is on holiday up at Sparta. I'll, uh, I'll just be off then. Sorry to have bothered you. <laughs> did, did, did you see his face? <laughs> oh, I, I bring news of a great victory. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh no! Uh, I ran 26 miles! That's a marathon! <laughs> Release the clowns! And the dirt is gone! So come on down to Sid Cup World of Sheds where we've got shed loads of sheds and a whole lot more. I'm Becky Trimble, local radio journalist, and I've been given unfettered access to a legendary local business, Sidcup World of Sheds. This is what I discovered. Yes, those new wheelie bin stores are amazing. And they'll be in stock from tomorrow, so brace yourselves for the rush. OK, are you ready to sell some sheds? along with other garden accoutrements. Yay! Great. Remember, live our values and let's be helpful out there. Sorry to bother you, but do you sell anything other than sheds? Well, we do literally have a world of sheds, but we've also got summer houses, greenhouses, playhouses, wendy houses, log cabins, gazebos, arbors, arches, planters, raised beds, patio heaters, Emma Beasley has been the Sidcup World of Sheds top salesperson for the last seven years. And here she is giving a masterclass in upselling. Darren, I'll be honest with you. For me, it's not just about selling a shed. It's about selling a dream. Ah, I hadn't thought of it like that. Imagine 
sitting on your brand new garden bench under your new pergola of honeysuckle and jasmine, warming yourself by your new fire pit. Yeah, I can see it. One arm around your wife, a cool beer in the other hand, relaxed and happy in the knowledge that all your garden tools are safely stored away in your brand new goldfinch shed. Yeah. Yes, I'll do it. I'll take the lot, the shed, the bench, the pergola, and the fire pit. Paddling pools, hot tubs, trampolines, water features, rockeries, dining sets, barbecues, garden offices, garden gyms, bike stores, log stores, bench stores, cushion stores. Some people would say, selling sheds, how boring is that? So how do you keep your enthusiasm? That's easy. We're all shed heads, really. We live sheds. First thing in the morning, last thing at night, I'm thinking, sheds. And that's not sad. That's beautiful. It's the freedom. I mean, having a big shed, it's like riding a Harley Davidson. There's nothing as evocative as the latent power of a big shed. Sod dogs. Sheds are a man's best friend. I've got a Stan Wilton Tun and Groove Apex Shed tattooed across my back, just above my arse. You know, to give my lovers that extra push over the edge. Tool stores, compost bins, lean-tos, trellises, lattices, swings, slides, monkey bars, hammocks, huts, hermitages and gnomes. Great. I was just thinking of getting a... Water baths, decking, patios, parasols, swing seats, outdoor beanbags, garden cinemas, dog kennels, rabbit hutches, bird feeders, bird baths and nuclear bunkers. Right. I'm really looking for a pair of secateurs. Oh, you'll be wanting B&Q. Um, other end of the high street, just on the left. Have a lovely day. Today I feared I was coming into the heart of darkness. The brutal, cutthroat world of outdoor space management, where one wrong move could see you dumped into a wood chipper. But the reality is very different. It's a bright world. A happy world. A world of Monty Don, Gay Search and Alan Titchmarsh. It's a world where sheds are the places we can store the tools we need to build a better future. It's Sidcup World of Sheds. Yeah. If I didn't have sheds to sell, I'd probably go on one of them killing sprees. Release the clowns. <laughs> December 2019. All of Earth holds its breath as the vast alien mothership which has hung in orbit for three days and three nights makes its descent to Earth. The planet is held in the icy grip of terror. Could this be the end for the human race? Just be off them. Sorry. 
<laughs> We've traveled for thousands of light years. <laughs> I bring the secret to eternal life, prosperity and harmony. <laughs> just me. Release the Clown starred Gemma Layton, Phil Nice, Alex Marion, Karen Morden, Casper Michaels, Joe Tilly, Nick Hildred, Holly Meachin, Martin Hyder, and Phil Whelans. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred and Alf Oldman. The social media mentalist is Dan Willis and the show is produced by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. Now if you're thinking, hang on, I don't want the fun to end, then fear not. If you love the weird and wonderful, have a listen to the Odd Pod Squad and join them on their odyssey of odd podities. Or tune in to the new series of Gamma Radio, the world's funniest post-apocalyptic podcast and one of our absolute favourite shows. Or if you want something more mysterious, keep listening after I stop talking. See you in two. Hi, I'm Michael, host of the Murder Mile True Crime Podcast, which was nominated as one of the best British true crime podcasts of 2018, is based on my five-star rated guided walk, and features more than 300 untold, unsolved, and long-forgotten murders, all set within one square mile of London's West End. So if you love hearing about new cases for the first time, all cases through a fresh pair of ears, and classic cases with a twist. All researched using the original declassified police investigation files, written using first-hand accounts, and recorded using authentic sounds from the murder location itself, then Murder Mile is just for you. Download the Murder Mile True Crime podcast on iTunes, Acast, or your favourite podcast platform every Thursday. Thank you for listening, and stay safe.